Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, author of How to Start a Side Hustle and your resident business coach here. And today's episode I am going to dedicate to my coaching academy because I was in there this morning talking about um, getting motivated and inspired for the new year, even though it's February. And we were chatting and bouncing ideas about how we're just kind of feeling stuck and and something that I had said, which is that I'd printed off lots of research so that I could like get my brain f- working again and, and remembering how to be inspiring <laughs> and be a business coach. And I've had a few DMs and messages of late of people chasing up where, when the next podcast is coming out and am I still doing it. So it's been a hot minute. I will admit that I have been stumped as to what to say and how to say it and um, yeah, feeling a bit f- like not even flat, just like brain dead. <laughs> so I have spent the afternoon researching and I've just read an article called Building a Practical, Practically Useful Theory of Goal Setting and Task Motivation, a 35-Year Odyssey. And it is a uh, research paper from the University of Maryland and the University of Toronto. And I have joined some fabulous dots and we're going to talk about how to build your confidence to go after your wildest dreams. All right, let's jump in. Okay, so a common theme that I'm seeing at the moment is people feeling stuck, uninspired, um, uh, comparing themselves to others. You know, look, I, I heard someone say the other day, like, you know, I set these goals, but did I do them for me or because I saw somebody else doing it or everyone else looks like they're back at work, so I should be back at work. Huge amounts of people, which is evident in the popularity of the last podcast we did with Word Fetty, are uh, struggling with social media and how they're losing reach and engagement. Uh, maybe people having slow starts to a financial business year or not being able to land clients or feeling rejected in pitching for themselves or, you know, people inquiring and not getting back to them. Um, All of these are signs that we need to build our inner confidence. And yes, we can look at these things and be like, bloody social media, I hate it. And everybody, this is, you should engage more or, you know, I don't feel inspired and it's because of the pandemic or, you know, comparing ourselves or or really taking rejection hard, all really normal life experiences, really normal feelings, but there is a way in which we can either sidestep these or like, you know, um, overcome them and not feel them so intensely or get pulled down by them or, um, to experience them and not let it let us spiral. So that I think is where it comes down to building the confidence in yourself or what the research article is calling self-efficacy. So the definition of self-efficacy is an individual's belief in their capacity to execute behaviors that are necessary to produce a specific performance outcome. So it's really the belief in oneself that they have what it takes to achieve whatever it is that they're setting out to do. 
Okay, so this is where high self-efficacy is beneficial, okay? And it's actually different to self-confidence. So self-confidence is like almost like a, yeah, it's a a less descriptive word, whereas self-efficacy is something that they are studying and researching and measuring and that can actually be changed, which is the beautiful thing about this as well. So I don't believe that anyone has been born. Maybe they've been primed and I'm going to give you some examples about how to increase it. Um, but some ways in which you can kind of assess where you might be and then start implementing some strategies and some tips to increase your self-efficacy. Okay, and so let me recap this as to why I think it's important to where you are in your business right now and where you want to be and also maybe how you're approaching a ever-changing environment with social media, pandemics, business changes, mood changes, yeah, all the feels. So often I think what happens in business is that we we tend to things maybe aren't going to plan and I've had this conversation a few times of late when people are like, it's just not working, right? And so maybe they get a few setbacks, they get some no's, they attempt to, you know, uh, to do what people say to do, which is, you know, I write the blogs and I do the Instagram posts and I'm using the hashtags and I'm, and I'm dancing to the reels and it's not working. I'm still not getting anywhere in my business. And then we begin to spiral, right? There's um, low self-efficacy in somebody will mean that they don't bounce back from rejection or that they apply themselves and they didn't get a result so therefore they walk away or they give up or they yeah have shame and guilt or or rejection around that someone with a high self-efficacy is going to bounce back they're going to look at the the feedback and the results and they're going to go how can I do better what can I do So this is why it's important, right? Because when I look at this stuff, whatever is happening in your business, whether you are feeling stuck or annoyed at Instagram or you're not getting clients or you're getting rejections, yes, you can blame outside of you or you can actually start to be like, how do I build confidence in myself? How do I build my level of self-efficacy so that I can not be a victim to these circumstances, but instead have more resilience. And um, so, you know, the some of the um, qualities of someone who has high self-efficacy is that they face challenges competently, they execute on the behavior in order to achieve an outcome. So they go, cool, I want to do that. I know, I believe that I can do it and that I've got the skills to do it and they will execute the actions required in order to achieve that outcome. So they're proactive and they they back themselves. They have an approach to challenges that uh, means that, that they have they see challenges in their life as something to be mastered rather than threats to them. So they, you know, hit it head on and go, cool, what am I here to learn? What can I do? How can I get around this? Um, they recover from failure faster. They approach threatening situations with a belief that they can control them. So if they're in a situation that's not going to plan or, you know, maybe it's threatening in the sense of being on, on stage or, you know, pitching or asking for what you're worth, um, they can control that. So they have that belief that, you know, if it feels threatening, I can, I can take charge of this situation. I can bring it back or, you know, I can handle myself in it. And they are more likely to develop the effective strategy to approach a goal and um, 
and to see outside. So they're more likely to zoom out and, you know, take things slow and see, you know, new ways of doing things rather than just repeating, you know, approaching things in the same odd way. So they'll have the confidence to sit back and go, how how am I going to solve this problem or do something about this? And when I look at these qualities and and, uh, about people with high efficacy, it's self-efficacy, I should say, what I see and what you probably notice in whether it's people who have been interviewed on this podcast or that you admire on social media or that you look at as an inspiring entrepreneur in your life are people who hold this energy in them. And what I see is that it builds trust. So you have a trust in them because they're like, yeah, I've been through shit, but I overcame it and I didn't let it destroy me, right? So you have this trust in them. Um, They also feel confident and secure because they're solving problems. Uh, They feel like an expert because they're going to keep going back and, and overcoming challenges and learning along the way and not giving up. Um, I people who I've come across in this space and when I feel like I've been in a real flow state of this you know, high self-efficacy in my life has been attracting collaborations and clients with ease because you become magnetic. You become this, um, yeah, a magnetic glowing, you know, like stable support and something that I would say all of us are aspiring to, to be more resilient in life and, um, and to deal with, you know, the ups and downs or the setbacks and the challenges, um, with more ease. Um, I've noticed in my life and I've seen it with other people is that your ideas become more flowing and you, you know, you join the dots and you lean out and you see opportunities you can problem solve easier and you can find ways to grow, scale, pivot, move your business. Um, and so all of these things is when I look at where we go back to where we started is this idea about panic about, about social media or feeling stuck or comparing ourselves or rejection or I'm not good enough and, you know, maybe I should give up or, you know, it'll never work. All of that is coming from that low self-efficacy of not believing that you've got what it takes to make your dream a reality. And when, especially when it comes to business, these qualities of, of a, a trusted leader who has an expert status and is magnetic and good at problem solving, all of that comes as a result, in my opinion, from that high level of self-efficacy that you have control over right here and right now. It's free. It is free for you right now to build that level inside of you and as a result become more magnetic, to have unique ideas, to not compare yourself to others, to solve problems, to overcome threats and challenges and um, yeah, to to recover from failures and setbacks, to feel competent um, and approach things, whatever the ups and downs of business, with with more resilience. And, you know, it's now more than ever as we are feeling the exhaustion off the back of the two years that we've just had where this is something we're going to dig deep. But the beauty of it is that you don't – it's free <laughs> and you're not set in stone wherever you are right now. So I highly recommend that you take a bit of a, a sit down and, and maybe check yourself against some of those things. How do you face challenges? Do you feel competent to face them or do you feel threatened and wanting to give up? 
Um, do you take action when you have a desired outcome or are you sitting and kind of procrastinating? Um, how do you feel when um, when you are faced with a challenge? Yeah, do you feel like it's, all right, cool, how am I going to master this and learn through it? Or do you want to shy away? How quickly do you bounce back from failure? How do you feel when an when environment feels threatening, whether it's negative feedback, a reject potential rejection, speaking in public or stepping out of your comfort zone? Do you feel like you can control it and take charge of it or do you feel like it will cripple you? And how are you approaching your goal setting right now? Are you coming up with effective strategies to bring it to life or are you feeling stuck and overwhelmed and a bit of a funk? So that's a good way to just sit and kind of figure out where you are. You know, are you are feeling like you're needing some help here? Because when we can get these things in in check, that's when our businesses do become easy. It's when we're more likely to have the courage to go after our goals because if we get rejected, we can bounce back from it, right? Um, it's where we're able to see new solutions or new opportunities. We can problem solve. We can come up with great ideas, all of those things. So there's four things I want to talk about and if you, you're new to the podcast, you may not have heard this before. I know I did do one on confidence and self-belief a while back. Um, if you are new, you might want to rehash that one as well. It's a bit of a different angle to be honest. Um, but this one, these are, you know, some of the, obviously they cross over and um, there's, there's, it doesn't take much, right? <laughs> like to do this stuff. There's, it's a, it's an ongoing discipline, but it's committing to the discipline. So the first one is the step to building self-efficacy is to find a personal experience of your success. So whether that's setting a goal and just being like, I'm just going to achieve this one thing, or you could start small, maybe, and you say, tomorrow I'm going to go for a 5k run. You get up and you do that, and that's evidence of success. Um, you might look back and say, you know, you feel like shit now and you go, oh, cool, look at all these times where I did achieve this thing. And you're able to find evidence of where you do have um, a personal experience of your success. Or you might want to sit down now and set an achievable goal that's going to give you an, a, um, an experience of success in, your, in yourself and a reminder. So that's step one. Step two, you don't have to do them in order, but, you know, hack number two for building self-efficacy is believing that you can, believing you can do it. If we go back to our definition, the definition of self-efficacy is, I had to practice that word on YouTube, by the way, because <laughs> I believe I can um, say it. Normally I stumble over words and just try to avoid them, but it's really important that I understood that word. Anyway, <laughs> Um, an individual belief, uh, self-efficacy is an individual's belief in their capacity to execute behaviors necessary to produce a specific performance outcome. So it's really important to, to notice that it's an individual's belief. I can believe in you all you want, you know, and I can believe in my coaching clients and 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 tell you that I love your idea. But if you don't believe it, then um, there's not much I can do for you. I can help you to believe it. I can help you to see it. But you have to believe that you're, you've got what it takes, right? And you've got to, you've got to do that. 
one of the other things that they recommend, which I'm, I'm sure I've talked about many of times, is finding people who are similar to you. So role models and examples of people who you can relate to and who have done what you've done and you can go, if they can do it, I can do it. But you have to believe that if they can do it, you can do it, right? You can't do it as like, oh, they did it, so it's possible. It's like find someone who's similar to you and listen to stories or, you know, maybe they're from a similar town or upbringing or, you know, the same gender or ethnicity or sexual orientation or whatever it is, right? Um, believe that you can. If you need to cling to someone outside of you as to help build that belief, sometimes there's times where I disconnect with my best friends and I'm like, hey, what do you think? And they're like, yes, like I need that external outside reminder um, to just help remind or activate that inner belief. Um, so you've got to believe it. And, you know, if you've listened to this before, you'll know that I love Joe Dispenza's meditations and everything that he teaches about neuroscience and the power that we have to master our thoughts. And so a thought creates a belief and a belief creates an action. So, you know, to in order to master our belief and believe that we really can, we need to actually start with our thoughts and believing and telling ourselves we can, which means cutting out negative talk right now. Don't say you can't. Don't say you're not good at things. Don't think, say you tried, um, start using language like I'm not good at that yet or one day, you know, like, you know, I will do things rather than I should, right? So every time you catch yourself putting yourself down or, you know, thinking uh, a belief or a thought that is not um, coherent to believing that you can bring your dreams and your goals to life, then you need to start catching it. And it's as simple as weeding them out. Like if you catch it and you stop the thought in its tracks, it can't fire and wire in your brain and therefore it can't live in your brain because it doesn't have a neuro pathway. It's weeding it. You're cutting it out. You're giving it weed killer. It's dying. It doesn't get to connect to its life force energy and it's going to fall away, right? What you focus on expands. What you give energy to will form a as neuro pathways in your brain. So do not give energy to those negative thoughts. And if you don't know what they might be or where you might be kicking yourself in the foot here, here's how to find out. Step one, write down your wildest dreams. Step two, like wildest dreams without like kind of fairy tale it, right? Like wildest dreams. And then step two, and then see how your body reacts. <laughs> You're like, I'm not good enough for that. I could never have that. No one in my life, I'm not smart enough. That's for that person's kind of life. Or there's, there are the thoughts that you then write them out because once you observe them, once you see them, once you become aware of them, then you can start to catch them. But whilst they live in your subconscious and you don't know what those thoughts are that are sabotaging you, then you, there's nothing you can do about it. They're just going to keep ruling your life. So mastering your thoughts. And my fourth and final tip for this one is verbal persuasion, which is what the scientists call it, which we all know is hype girl. <laughs> and whether that's a best friend, a support group, a, you know, we do a lot of this in our membership masterclass, saying our goals out loud on a Monday and saying last Monday everyone wrote what they were working on and then we checked in at the end of the week 
And part of the research also is goal setting is more effective when you actually are accountable to somebody because there's a social integrity that you've now said out loud. Um, so that outside support um, of people believing in you and um, helping you to, yeah, to remind you that you can do it. And, you know, I think I've probably talked about it again and it's, I love reading this stuff because it, you know, I see it day to day in coaching and this stuff is like, oh, that's why it works, which means I can be better at it, right? I'm not just making this shit up. Um, but people who come in and A, I say, what do you want to do? And then we go, cool, let's break it down. Yes, of course, of course, that's a great idea. Or yes, you can do that. Or why don't we do it like this? And I think this is good. Or we should do that. And giving that outside perspective helps somebody to believe that they can actually achieve. And then we give you the skills and the steps to actually show you how you can have the ability to make that a reality. And where you lack, my job is to fill you up or connect you with the people or to bounce your ideas or to give you that feedback. So that outside verbal persuasion is such a vital part because None of us are perfect and always holding that I've got this energy and there's sometimes going to be gaps in our knowledge or our skill sets or, you know, down days where we need someone outside of us or maybe just at the beginning as an idea is new, we're needing somebody to help us to say, yeah, great idea or tweak it like this, go like that, here we go, yep, you're good and here's, you know, let's make a plan to do it all adds to that self-belief that you can now make that a reality because somebody else has validated it and tweaked it with you and they've given you a plan. So yeah, making sure you have those people outside of you, whether they're a business coach or a mentor uh, or support group, um, people that you can bounce that outside with to help you stay on track. All right, that's my ramble for the day. I hope you like it. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Um, but moral, let, let's do a quick recap, is that when we're in that panicked, stressed, stuck, comparing ourselves, rejection space, that is a nice sign that it's time to build our self-efficacy, which is not self-confidence. It's actually a, uh, a measurable state, psychological, psych- physiological state. Um, and it's time to look inside and to look at how we're facing challenges, um, overcoming adversity, bouncing back, developing effective strategies, feeling like we can overcome threatening situations. And then that, as a result, makes us a radiant, glowing expert who attracts collaborations and clients and ideas and can problem solve and and be a glowing light in their business that makes their business flow with ease. So step one is stepping out of that poor me, the world sucks and these things are making it hard. What is, where are you at? Where is your self-efficacy levels at? You know, do the self-help check and then know that this stuff is vital for you to make your business grow as an entrepreneur. Because if the entrepreneur is off and they're doubting themselves and they're lacking confidence and self-efficacy is low, uh, they're less likely to uh, be trustworthy and to be an expert and to um, withstand the ups and downs and the storms of, of business. So get out there, 
build your personal experience of success, believe you can, find someone else who's done it if you really don't believe it, you know, get that kind of North Star to be like, okay, that is evidence, right? And look at the evidence, not what your head is telling you. Master your thoughts because that will change your beliefs and find the people outside of you who are going to give you verbal persuasion and tell you to not be an idiot and that you've got this. (laughs) Good luck. Let me know how you go. Feel free to come and join our membership. We'd love to have you. I'm in there on a weekly, a daily basis, really. It's on my phone as an app and it's pretty much my new Instagram. So I'm constantly DMing people in there and giving feedback and hosting morning check-ins and I'm about to get a bunch of masterclass teachers in to come and do copywriting, Facebook ads, all the things, as well as more of this stuff. We're about to record a money mindset exclusive uh, podcast in there for the membership. It's uh, the it's called the membership. No, it's called the academy on my website, startupcreative.com.au. Or you can sign up for coaching because it's the new year and I've got some availability. So mostly doing long-term coaching these days, uh, but get in touch. You never know. I would love to hear from you. And yeah, take care. Let me know how you go. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week.